the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 184. That's right, 184. We're going to call this one The Wilderness for very obvious reasons, because welcome to it. First time ever feeling that way, but we are now in the wilderness. Let me welcome back. Junior, how are you doing tonight? Good. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me again, brother. Dude, I mean, I want to have you come on when it's a happy moment. We're just mm-hmm. kind of over right now with you coming on in the in the beginning. So uh, let's hope this weekend you're not blaming changes me, are you? things. Dude, I know, man. I, it's it's one of these things where we're just waiting. We're waiting. It's okay. like fishing, right? You just right, right. you cast it. You wait. It's gonna eventually happen. Pull a few times, and then it then you get the hit. So yeah. it's gonna happen. I might feel a little bit better about this weekend's game. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later, but we got you in here for like the homework side of things, the hard side of things, the actual talking about the last match. So, uh, yes, guys, we are here. We are in the wilderness. When I say the wilderness, I mean not in the playoffs. I know it's early, but we got to be real about it. We are in the cellar. Uh, you can't go any lower yet unless you're winless. Of course, that would be pretty bad. We're not that. Thank goodness. Um, but it's early. And this is a quick turnaround if we get it right. So we got to think that. So it's not like, you know, everything raining down. It's just not going where we want it to be. So that's our moment. Uh, So, Junior, I brought you in to break things down for the game. I know later, guys, we're digging this format of jumping around. So we're going to have Punk come on for the community news, vinyl. You know how that runs. And then later, Ben's going to jump on. We're going to talk about. We're going to do a really good deep dive into the Colorado Rapids. Like Junior's laughing because he saw what we were doing and he goes, wow, you're right. We're getting in really deep. So it's worth it because this is a rising side that we're dealing with. And it's it's a good move to learn about them before you actually see them on the field. So there's that. So let's talk about what the heck happened in Seattle. Yes, we're playing a Seattle side that hasn't lost yet. Uh, we're playing a Seattle side that hasn't allowed a goal in the run of play. Kid you not about that. Uh, so as surging as you can get, probably the best team in the league at the moment. And here we are licking our wounds from a defeat that that we all knew was a preventable defeat. And now going, well, hey, we did okay against them at home. So let's go up there and maybe change the change the vibe a bit. So that's pretty much our lead up going into it. I think the biggest the biggest plus going into this match was, of course, Carlos Vela finally getting back into it, dressing with the team, training with the team, and making a trip. Right. He went on the road. So there is that. That's our lead-up into this. Starting 11, though, was a little interesting. Junior, who made it out on the field for this one, at least to start off? For us? Mm-hmm. Um, out back, our goalkeeper, of course, Cisniega. It was Segura, Murillo, Blackmon. K in the middle or right ahead of them and right in front of them. Sorry, Farfan, Atuesta, Cifuentes, Blessing, and up top is Rossi and Baird. Interesting. So it was not quite what we're used to seeing, right? A minor no. change there. Yep. Yeah. So dropping Cifuentes a little bit in the to back, like we saw when we played him at home. Uh, I think the big, big change, which we discussed on this show last time, was the addition of Farfan into the starting lineup. 
a great addition. I think I think I mentioned it that that maybe it was chance a chance to give some competition in that position and let Farfan play in his his normal environment rather than the the opposite side of things. Uh, and so he got his chance for the day, which, to be honest, was earned. Do you agree, Junior? Absolutely. And, and I think he's 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 making a real push for for holding on to that spot at least for the next game, or hopefully it continues. I, I really like what I see with from Farfan. One of the stories of stability within the side so far. That's, that's right. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's more than most expected, seeing how he came from Portland as a homegrown. Uh, definitely more than we expected, but uh, consistency and consistency is key, especially in his position, knowing what, what he's dealing with. I'm okay with it. You know, you don't have to be ab- above and beyond. You just have to play within your ability yeah. and get the job done. And I think that's, that's what we saw from him from the get go. Right. I agree completely. Excellent. Now, who did they field for Seattle? What were we dealing with out there? Uh, Cleveland between the pipes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, and in the Tolo, Ariaga, Gomez, midfield was Smith, Smith, man, Smith, Jao Paulo, right, Ro, uh, Rodan, the Alex one, and mm-hmm. in front of him, his brother, Christian Roldan, and Rui Diaz up top, and with Bruin also up top. Interesting choices for the day. Not a shock up top, to be honest. Nope. Uh, the goalkeeping situation was interesting. This is basically his first start with them. I think they got him from USL, and I think he had like two. <laughs> he started leaving dress for these guys. He's new, new. Uh, but basically, their goalkeeper got severely injured uh, against San Jose. So Fry, the guy we're all used to seeing, wasn't there, which, let's be honest, you have to feel a little bit of confidence knowing he's not there. But but it didn't quite play that way, right? I mean, yeah, it's one thing. It, it, it's good to have a young new keeper that she can pepper, but you have to pepper him to to make that happen. And uh, we'll talk as we as we develop this episode. You'll you'll realize we'll, that we'll get did. yeah we'll get into that we'll get into that. But so the lineup was interesting. I think the story this season has been their wing backs uh, or midfield, if you want to call it that. They play, technically play with three center backs, and then your two outside backs are basically wing back midfielders. They kind of switch around depending on the wind, you could say. Uh, so, you know, at any time they could have five back or five mid and just overload you, which we experienced in the second half. But yep. that's their lineup, and it, it hasn't been a shock. This is what they've done from from the first match this season. They're sticking with it. They're not going back to the 4-2-3-1 situation like they used to do. This is where they're at. They're comfortable with this lineup. They're comfortable with this system. So there you go. That's Seattle. Uh, Highlights of the match. Basically, I would say this. The first half, LAFC played LAFC football. Controlling possession. Touching the ball around. Keeping things moving. uh, Trying to spring people back and behind them. The only issue was when we got to the final third, there was not a lot of creativity and a lot of, not a lot of movement off the ball. I think we could count on one hand the moments where it like could have been a chance or even a maybe chance. It was a lot of just us working, them absorbing and countering us and keeping us honest, but pretty much weathering the storm. Is that the vibe you got <clears throat> as well, Junior? Completely. It was a lot of legwork. Um, the passes in the midfield you know, it seemed like it was all clicking. They they were finding each other, 
Nobody was putting anybody else in a pinch. But that final third, just no creativity. Uh, again, going back to our last episode, I don't know if it's, if it's a mental thing because, I mean, we've seen it in seasons past already. They can, they can put it together, be dynamic. I mean, this, this is why we love them. But right now, it's dry, dry. Yeah, there's not a lot of movement off the ball. They're not presenting themselves to whoever has the ball. They're not giving them that easy way out or even the double option. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty much one predictable move, and that's what you get. Uh, maybe you're going to kick it out to the wide, but it's not anything where there's a third man in kind of setup. You know, I've always felt with teams that, that go back, it's one thing to do the give and go, but sometimes you want to see that give, give and go where you, yeah, the two guys are going together and you think they're going to do something. And all of a sudden the third man's the one that comes in, in the overlap. Yeah, and that's the guy yeah. that gets to play kind of like when Germany won the world cup. Like that was like their classic move when teams would bunker down on them is all right, let's use the third option. We're not doing that. We haven't seen it from us yet. I know if when Vela's healthy, we might see that when, when everything's clicking and everyone's together, that could be the case. But in this match, it really wasn't there. It was pretty predictable going in. I think we had how many shots did we have in the first half? One. On target. One on goal. That's on, it. Yep, One on, on target. target. That's not peppering a new keeper at all. <laughs> at all. Now, I mean, we weren't allowing anything either, right? It was, right, right. But but like you said, he's a, he's a new keeper. You, you got to test right. him. Just even if it's not going to be something that he's really going to have to overexert himself or just try him. Let's see where he's at. You know, is exactly. he is he is he nervous? You know, or is he going to let something slip in between his hands, in between his his legs? You got to try him, try him, feel him out. You know, it's it's like boxing. You know, you just you throw some jabs, you start feeling out the 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 opponent. But we didn't do any of that. And that's exactly. what's really frustrating. Yeah, there's not that snap that we have that you used to have that was just the killer instinct move, nothing, nothing yet. Uh, it's very much, it looks almost like academy football where you're just playing the system and just going through the motions of playing the system. Well, that's where I'm supposed to be. And you know, there was a million times where I'm like, just hold the ball, like like a split second longer. Let let the passing lanes open for you because they're all shifting. Yeah. And rather than just letting go, letting go, like just give it a few seconds. Right. Take right. a few steps forward. I know Twesta was doing it a little bit in this game. We need more of that. Think, think yeah. a little bit. And, and K was and K was doing okay too in the first half. You know, it's first just, half was fine. Yeah, I mean just, he, it's just that final third. Like I said, like it, he, he had from the start, and then I think it was like ninth minute or something. He had that that pass. It was like a like a chip loft to uh, to a running Baird who brought it down with his chest, but he got away from him. Keeper got it, but that was nice. Ninth minute, I'm like, yes, okay. But no, it didn't. It didn't equate from anything after that. After that, yeah. no. So we get to the end of half. There's some movement off the bench we see with with Vela and several others uh, already making motions before the half was even over. Uh, mm-hmm. Second half comes around and is definitely Vela watch, Vela watch, Vela watch. Right? He, he just everybody's <laughs> when's he going to get his his moments? I think I was texting you. I'm like, you know, it'd be really nice to see him. And but what did I say? Fifty fifth between fifty five and sixty five would probably be the ideal motion uh, I mean, moment to get him into the game. I think he came in what sixty seventh, six yeah, sixty seventh, sixty ninth, yeah, about the sixty seventh yeah. minute. Uh, probably a little bit late under the circumstances, but again, the first thing I thought when he did come in at the time is he's definitely on limited minutes, and that's why yeah. he came in when he came in. So it's not really the situation on the field, like oh man, we need him now. It's more of yeah, we need him now, but he has his limits, right. and you can't argue with that. 
it, that's that's the life of it. Uh, we definitely want to see him more, though. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I was happy. I was happy to see him on the field. I didn't, you know, I didn't want him to do too much. I just wanted to see how he was running. Was he yeah. hobbling a bit? Was he wrapped up crazy on a leg or a knee? Back, right? right? Was he holding back? Yeah. And um, I mean, he looked good. So I think that's that's positive. Hopefully. You know, next game, maybe a few more minutes and and he'll get his full 90 soon rather than uh, later. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, the small battles. Now, outside of Vela and that positive, the second half was a different animal altogether. Uh, they came out and started playing and was very much, it felt like they were waiting us out for that second half. Like, okay, well, we'll see what you got and then we'll turn it on. And we'll we'll put in our hard 45 for the second half. And they did. You know, it was yep. very much all of a sudden became a foot race, a bit of a tr- quick transition play. The overlap started kicking off and it we weren't dealing well with it at all uh, nope. when they when they when they finally did turn things on. And you could see on our side, they were kind of kind of getting bopped in the nose, right? Or stunned a little bit. Yep. And that's kind of the vibe I got is, is oh, man, we got to get our we got to get our game back up because they're on. And the energy wasn't matched. It just wasn't. It wasn't in the second half. No, that was your vibe as well, right? Like, wait a minute. It, and it was, yeah. And it was almost immediately. You know, five minutes in, I'm like, holy, these guys. It's, it's. You know, they they came out with a different plan. Like they're they're really being aggressive and they're controlling it. And yeah, man, it, they they came to play that second half. It, it seemed like just that. Like they were almost bunkering. Like they were playing possum. It seemed like now you know, watching them do what they were doing in that second half. Well, I mean, and, and you can't blame them because it's worked already against us this season. Yeah. 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 It's been successful and it has in the past too. We've had these moments where we just crumble in the second half. I don't know if we run out of energy, but, but pacing isn't quite there. It happened again, this game. There's no question. That's what was going on. Uh, right. And, so it happens, right? We we get we give up a bad chance. Uh, we end up getting into a corner kick situation, and after a free kick situation that was preventable, right? I mean, all the way around the whole sequence wasn't where it needed to be at. Uh, corner kick, João Paulo takes it. Uh, Adiaga pops up and sends a glancing header to the far post, nearly unopposed. I think Mac was there for the show. Uh, mm-hmm. but not not tight with him at all at all. It was more like, oh man, there it is. Now I gotta get into this. And it, you know, step behind the whole way. Um and so aerial ba- battle lost by Mac, who was marking grass. Grass doesn't score many goals, players. He do. was yeah, he was just there uh, for the picture. Yeah, posterized yet again. And so the ball just kind of floats to the back post. Uh, there's a Seattle player that's actually the first to it, even on the back post. So even if it wasn't going in, there was another player that could have easily just put it in. Yeah. Uh, that's how out of it we were on the play. And so to me, I I always get angry on corner kicks when you let a goal in. I, I get it if there's something absolutely brilliant. You outpower somebody. That's cool. But every marker about this goal just to me seems like it's a philosophy issue with our side. Right. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the zonal marking before, and it's just, again, two years of this. And here we are again. We talk about maybe having guys on the post. That's exactly right. It. It's That's... not the sexy thing to do these days, but I'm sorry, but you wouldn't be down in the 57th minute if you did. Yep. 
right? Yeah. I, I, I haven't found an argument strong enough to say why you shouldn't have one back there. Yep. Right? I don't, I, you know, it's philosophy. I get that. But my philosophy is do what do what protects you the best on the road, especially when you're already vulnerable with a bat, a poor record going into it. Do the simple things and move on. That didn't happen. We got beat. We watched grass again. And so we're <laughs> down. Uh, yeah, by design just irks me. So play keeps occurring. They keep countering. It's it's looking like it at no point from this from this period, did it really feel like we were really going to make a comeback in this thing? It did feel like we were, we were trying to do something, but we were punching in the air. You know, there was nothing that looked like we were going to bloody them. We were going to shock them and we were going to be world beaters in this thing. It was very much a back and forth, kill us on the counter game. We get to the 73rd minute. And as far as I'm concerned, yeah, we were a little bit at Keystone cops in the coverage, right? We're all over the place, but you got to give Seattle credit that touch, touch, touch play that they were doing to create that goal. So quick, mm-hmm. no, no hesitation. Uh, they catch us on the back post. Brad Smith does one of his classic overlaps that he's done pretty much all season. And what a shock. He's the first to it uh, with Latif having a beautiful view of him running past him uh, mm-hmm. to make it happen. It was, it was kind of sad to see Latif kind of frozen on the play uh, and, and watching it happen. But you kind of couldn't predict it when they play this game. And yeah. there it is, you know, nearly unopposed, back post finished, no big deal. We are always susceptible to the overlap for some reason. We just don't handle it that well. Junior, what's your take on that one? It's the same thing, an overlap, like you said, but also set pieces and corner kicks. It's just, I, I feel like every time we, I, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm holding my breath. I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, oh my gosh, don't let them score. Don't let them score. Don't let them score. You know, that I don't have that confidence in, in, in the club that they're they're going to clear it or just avoid a, a goal scoring opportunity. Um, no, on the dead ball, which is the most coachable thing you can be involved with. Yeah. That's system. Like, that's the one thing. I don't care how much skill your side has. You can... You can train for that. You don't you can, have to be the you greatest over prepare for team that, in the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the most coachable part of the game is this dead ball situations. And yeah. we're just like, well, we're going to get the ball back. We're just going to counter them. We're, we got to keep people open because we're going to counter. Well, you can't counter when you're digging out of your net. Yeah. You can't. It's that simple. So it's rough. It's rough to see us get in that situation. And yes, the last goal really it gave me flashbacks when we lost at home to Carson. And, you know, Latif's kind of jogging past it in the back, like, oh, right, I'm late for this. Uh, mm-hmm. And here we go again. Uh, that was pretty much all she wrote in this game. Like, there you go. Two preventable goals. We keep talking about these preventable goals. And there we are. Uh, nothing to show for it. And now we're in last place in the West. Right. Hard situation. Junior, of course, is the sky really falling, sir? I don't think so, you know, but I'm an optimist. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, I'll find the sunshine on a cloudy day. It, It's a long season. Uh, you and I both know, as many others that have followed MLS for a long time, MLS is really two seasons, right? You got the, the regular season and you have the postseason. But at a certain point, you have to start clicking, you know, and, and yeah. because the math, it will not work out at a certain point. And if you can't make it to that second season, 
you toast, you know, and, and we, we're LAFC. Maybe I'm biased in my opinion, but I feel like, like we are super club material. You know, every, every, every league has their super clubs, right? Spain has Barca, Madrid, Argentina has Boca and River. I feel like LAFC is, should be, can be LAFC, uh, MLS's super club and, but not like this. The one word execution. Yeah. That's that's it. And if you're not, you're not. Right? Either you yeah. do it or you don't. Either you have the killer instinct or you don't. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you need to find people that can bring you can bring into this club that push for it, that battle for it, that demand a little more from the guys around them. Yeah, it's a it's a, almost a character flaw, right? Right now that we we think we can pretty these things out. Again, mentality. There's something there. Like it's just not right, and that's what we need to get right. Yeah, it, it, to me, it's all fixable. I mean, right. without a doubt, this can be oh, fixed. Yeah. The ship can yeah. be righted. We have the talent. We know we do. It's, yeah. The talent's not the story here. No. It, it's it's something else for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and. Yeah, it's very common in this league that you can be a, a lion in April and May and a kitten by October. That's <laughs> that's MLS. It's always been this way, and I you know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. we'll or see vice versa. Who's, who's there? Yeah, we'll see who's there at the end of this. Um, Seattle, for, for everything we've known about them, this is what's scary. They're usually the guys that are kittens around this time of year. Yeah, and they kind pick of it up towards with the end. Things, trying things out. I think last time they won the MLS Cup, they were around 500 in record, right? They're just win the same, lose the same, barely get into it, and then they wake up and do what they do in the playoffs, right? Yep. The killer yep. instinct kicks in. Yep. So are we that team this year? I think we may be one short of that, right? One impact player away from that. Uh, but we can be. The tools are there. You just There's a little bit more needed to make yeah, it happen. I think we're there. We're like, you know, it ain't much to fix. We don't have to rebuild, you know. We're we're not that club. We're no, there. We don't have to blow things up yet, right? Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you don't produce this year, things do get blown up. I guarantee it. Then you right? hit the panic I button. Don't, I don't even think it's the panic button. I just think there's expectations. Yeah, um, this club has them. They do. Yeah. Expectations within an MLS environment. Mm-hmm. Ding! Throw that asterisk up there. You can only <laughs> afford so much. So. Expectation. And, and you know, the other thing is when I'm seeing these results with us and our struggle early, the league is really like the gap between the best and the worst has extremely narrowed. Like it is very tight in the league now. And it a is lot of a lot of it has to do with just your, your execution early on. You're seeing like, you can't really predict these games anymore that, yeah. that you're not sure who's up, who's down. Um, you do know that teams getting knocked out of CCL will probably make a run now because they don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, but ultimately, for us, we have no excuses because this is the only game we have to deal with this year. It's just league. That's yep. it. So on it on yep. us, it's more pressure because you don't have excuses. Um, all right. So what I'm going to do, and usually you know, guys know I always do the comments towards the end of these things. I'm going to throw a few out there now because I don't want them to get buried later on. Uh <laughs> Couple things. Brendan throws up. I'll throw it out there. Uh, lights and LAFC kick off at the same time. Who do you think we're sending? We'll talk about that one later, dude. 
I'm not even going to get into that one yet. Uh, we'll keep moving around. Uh, let's see. We've got, as you see, Jason right now, if you guys are in the comments, is throwing up the packs right now, the giveaway for the, uh, yeah, he'll talk about when he comes back on, but he's doing the giveaway for the protective mask, 3252 mask. So we got that. Uh, Mark, here we go. Comment about the game. We're still looking strong on the defensive end. We have no attack right now. I think you're right. There's there's something missing which allows teams to cheat a bit on us. Uh, this is the hard part about the defense. And I we're going to talk about the stats, but Junior, you noticed the stat, right? When we compared both sides, how many shots do they have on goal compared to us? Three. How many shots do we have on goal? Three. Three. Okay. So three shots on goal and two fall. Yep. And we played the Galaxy. I think they had two shots and whatever right it's the same story it they it's what they put on goals pretty much going in uh that's very unfortunate i'll be honest with you guys uh and yes they're critical errors that created them but still it seems like when when guys are firing on us they're they're just they're on target right now it happens it happens not an excuse for it but <laughs> we're not getting the benefit of the doubt that's for sure uh hector calls out not really call out but he yeah, it's true with Farfend. He did lack in the final third. That is the big call on him is, is, is can he be the guy like Palacios that can put in the, the tough pass? And that does take away from what we're complaining about right now. Uh, you need the service, right? The only thing is he is dependable defensively. Uh, that's been good for him. So yeah, he definitely needs to work on an, his, his offensive game, but if I can take good defense, I'll take good defense. That's right. Uh, Brendan. Yes. Love your countryman, Brad Smith. But yes, he hates that he scored against us. Yeah, Brad Smith is in Australian, as you guys now know, yeah. if you didn't before. He's having his career year. I've ne he's never done this before. This is new for him. So congrats to him, but just not against us, man. He's done it <laughs> twice. Uh, here we go. Averaging 1.2 goals against per game. If our attack was showing up anything like they have in the last, we would be at the top of the table. I agree. I agree. Uh, but when you only have two DPs and one of them is a limping, yeah, you need a third DP. Wake up call, right? Every time we lose, it's because the DPs seem to be breaking us down on these other sides, and they finish. What a shock. Uh, Hector agreed. Problem isn't the goals that they have scored on us. It's going to happen. Problem is no chemistry and quality and attack. I think it's a little bit of both, though. Preventable goals are still preventable goals. You know, that still stinks. But, yeah, offense is offense. Uh, let's see. Moving on, Edgar, again, mentioned Farfan, I think he said, and then burned out. Roberto says Farfan was burned out toward the end, should have been taken out earlier. Yeah, our substitutions were all seeming a bit late in this game. I agree. Things should have happened earlier. Um, I'm still not understanding why Baird would come out for a moose in any situation. That just yep. seems different to me, the different roles. And moose hasn't shown it yet. Even at the lights, he hasn't shown it yet. So I'm a little surprised still that he's getting the minutes when he hasn't shown it with Las Vegas. But that's just me. That's just me. That's you and I both. Mark, yeah, Mark Lopez says, not going to lie, I was expecting much from this. Wasn't, wasn't expecting much from this match, but was pleasantly surprised with our first half performance. Uh, agreed. You know, Tale I didn't expect halves. anything out of this match. Did you? Tell of two halves. Yeah. I mean, I was happy with the first half. That's fine. But second half was rough, and again, preventable goals. You could have you kind of could have stolen something out of this game. It just didn't happen. Uh, moving on, moving on. 
Let's see. Oh, they're talking about Seattle out coaching Bob. Yeah, Brian Smetzer is probably the best manager right now in the league, at least with his lineup and how he handles things and shifts things and moves things and gets the most out of people. I don't think anybody doubts that for him. I don't know if that's a shot against Bob, but it, it's more of a promotion of Brian more than anything else. Right? He, he is who he is. He shows it week in and week out. Yeah, I don't yeah, like I agree. It's it's not a shot at Bob. I think it's just he's he's great at what he does. Yeah, there's a reason why they're in finals. <laughs> there's no surprise there. Uh let's let's see what else we've got. And oh yeah, this is interesting from Marvin. He says Beta and Harvey always covered the posts well. Yes, they're old school. Maybe that shows their age. Just kidding, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I've held the post plenty of times. It's okay. Uh, no, I honestly, <laughs> I, I'd rather keep it simple and win games. Just me. Doesn't have to be pretty. Just get the job done. Let's see. Next thing we've got. Punk's having fun on this, by the way. If you notice the comments, uh, Roberto Espinosa says. Being last place, being last place blows. I agree, sir. It does. It was, this is not us. This is not LAFC, and we're not going to tolerate it for too for too long. But again, I think it's an aberration because it's so early in the season and everything's fluctuating. I think we had won that game, we would have been sixth place. So there's that. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Roberto again set piece P- PTSD is a real thing for LAFC supporters I completely agree that's what we're I talking about every time there's a dead ball yeah yeah uh, I like Victor three center backs when Vela is 100% yeah I don't think they're changing uh, they're, they're gonna they're, I, I it would be cool but we're not going that way I've thought about that, like the imagining system. Like if we use Brian Schmetzer's system for us, what that, what would that honestly look like? And it actually looks pretty scary and cool. Break it down. I mean, you've got what? Segura, Blackman, and Morillo is your center three. That's not bad. Uh, and then your wings. You have Moon and you have Palacios as your wingbacks. Or interchange them out with Farfan when you need to. That's not bad. Like, that's not bad. You already know who the middle is going to be. But, I mean, look at it. I have, what, Sifuentes, uh, Atuesta, and K, because K just seems to be his choice, but that's who he'd probably throw out there. And then your, your strikers are Rossi and Vela. That doesn't sound bad, Victor. I think you're, you're kind of on to something there. So, right, Junior? What oh, do you yeah. Think? Oh, now that you mentioned it, it's just... It sounds you know, kind of cool, are, right? The wheels are spinning. Yeah, no, I agree, Vic. Uh, you might be onto something that would be pretty, pretty cool to try out. Is Bob going to try it out? Nope. We have our system. Uh, but well, I guess we can play that on FIFA all we want. I guess that's where <laughs> we're at, because I don't think we're going to see it in the real world, even though I would think that would be a lot of fun to watch. I think that could work into something there. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's just funny, Mark. A Harvey start for which every game Vela is ready to start would no. <laughs> I love Harvey, but but no, I'm good. I'm good. We need the speed. Love you, man. But I, I mean, honestly, Harvey's kind of transitioned well into being a center back these days. That's what he's training for now, is kind of an emergency in the middle. Oh, uh, really? Which, yeah, I mean he's 
in preseason we saw that. Uh, I think that's where you're going to see him if he does get in. He's going to sit in the middle. Um. Yeah. If it happens. Uh, Ox is in. Hey, Ox. Straight out of Wichita. Uh, so far this season, we are now oh. lacking that offense. Can't seem to try and actually shoot. It's weird. It's a weird world we're in right now. Don't worry. We'll fix this. Uh, Roberto. All right. I think at this point, we're going to move forward. Right. And get going into what we're going to be doing next. Uh, final thoughts, sir. Junior, what do you think, man? What do you want to say before we go into Colorado talk and all the other fun stuff? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to that, the Colorado talk, because they're a decent side. So I think it'll be a real good matchup. Um, but my final thoughts, short and simple as always, because I'm, I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing from me. But I'm optimistic. I'm an optimist. I, I, I think we're going to be okay. Like we've mentioned, what we have to dial in, I think is minimal. It's, it's an easy fix. You know, it's, it's not going to the mechanic and having your transmission worked on. It's, you know, a sensor or something like that. You know, it's, it's something real, real simple. And I think we're going to be all right. Joseph mentioned, you know, it's real early in the season. Um, maybe we're kiddies now, but I think we're, you know, we're going to be some rabid lions or, you know, something like that towards, towards the end of the, the regular season. I'll say this. If we get to July and we're still talking about this, I think oh. we're all raging at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I think things will get better by then. I'm, I'm still going to be bullish on this season. But I do think a big signing is necessary. Uh, we can talk about B-Rod forever. I just don't want to. That's me. You know, I'm rooting for his side to trigger the transfer. That's not even a little bit. No, you know what? He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to talk about us. I don't want to talk about him. So there it is. Right? Not angry, just business. So, Mm -hmm. uh, get that DP opened up. Sell him for a dollar if you have to, and bring somebody in with some experience, somebody that can finish. You know, if if the Moose Baird substitution situation, if you have another DP up there. Barrett is the super sub, and that's yeah, not bad. That's a really that's good super sub. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, so make it happen. We have to make it happen. If we want to be that club, do it. Get the job done. Get us back into CCL. Let's win some stuff. Let's get crazy and do this. So there, there's where I'm at. So July. We'll know a lot more by then because there's transfer window and all that other fun stuff. So, yeah. Tell me where we're at in July. Then I'll panic. Uh, all right. Uh, final thoughts before I let you go, sir? Thank you again yep. for coming on. It's uh, going to be a wild one. Uh, we'll definitely talk next week about how this is going out. But uh, as you guys know, the tradition continues. Now this show, we do substitutions for each topic. So, Junior, thank you, man. I'm going to let you go. And we're going to bring in none other than Jason Ariano to talk about community news and all the other fun stuff. So thank you, brother. Have a good one, man. And happy birthday to you, sir. Hi. You thought, it, you, thought you were going to go away with it. Happy birthday, my brother. Thanks a lot. Love you. Love you too. And there's the man, the myth, and the legend. Welcome back, Jason Ariano. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, it was great to see you today. Finally got a meet up, and we live like less than 15 minutes apart, and we finally met up. I've, for those who don't know, I've had a jersey for Joseph for like over a year now. It's been in the trunk of two different cars. So I finally got it to him, and there you go. 
It's a Baron Munich hey. gold jersey from how many years ago is that from? That's got to be 10 years ago. It's still, it only had three stars on it, more than 10 years. Okay. Yeah, back in the day, even now, you could find uh, cheap soccer jerseys at Marshalls and Ross. In fact, I'm wearing, I got this for like $9.99 at Ross, an authentic old road jersey. So, uh, yeah, so we finally got to meet up. And I don't know if you remember the, the bet we made during the playoffs between, I think it was the San Jose versus Kansas City playoff game, a six-pack of beer. Oh. So yes. that was why that was what the beer was for. So I, I also gave you the uh, six pack of one of your favorite six beers. Six pack of Shiner, man. Yeah, love it. Thank you, brother. Man, it goes no back problem. that far. I was yeah. like, man, you know, maybe it's Shiner because I'm heading to Texas in a few weeks. Like, maybe that's what it was about. No, it was it was the bet. And it was I love Shiner, as you guys already know. I've talked about it a million times over. Uh, it's just a good good beer all around so thank you brother for that it's definitely gonna be refreshing as i deal with this match this weekend and you know how that goes so yes outside of the negative news of seattle there's some cool stuff going on in the world of the lafc community um first things first and i'm gonna talk about it uh we're expanding the vaccinated only sections and this is now zones guys this is a beautiful thing which means that a lot more of us get to go to the game this is a huge breakthrough and we're probably the only team in the country pulling this off the way we are because it's basically half the stadium is zoned for vaccination and half is not except specific sections in those so it's a very different animal so basically for the may 22nd and may 29th game the vaccinated only zones are in full effect what does that mean that means the entire east and south side of the stadium uh will be designated for vaccination uh vaccinated uh fans really cool right which means that social distancing is a thing of the past over there uh expanded section in the north end so the north end is now expanding its vaccinated section it's going to be formulated a little different so instead of just being one whole section it's going to be set a little bit lower and a little bit wider so again the social distancing goes away there and 3252 can do what it does best in close quarters and make it happen good stuff there now over half the stadium will be vaccination only sections over half this time which I think brings us up to what 67% capacity in total. This is progress. This is good progress. Uh, masks are still going to be required for the socially, uh, but social distance is not in those vaccinated areas. Uh, you do have to show VAC certification and photo ID to get into the zone. Uh, children two to 15 that are going to be in the vaccinated zone must show evidence of a negative COVID test. Uh, this must be within the last three days or three days before the match. Uh, nice thing is LAFC is providing antigen tests at the stadium for same day testing for kids. Yeah, really. So antigen testing same day to get into the stadium. If you feel more comfortable doing that, you definitely can for the kids two to 15. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, how does this happen? How do we do the testing? How do we get certified? Well, first and foremost, uh, Total Testing Solutions is the company that we're working with. They work with us in the first bubble that we tried out and they're still in it. So basically what you can do is pre-register uh, for vaccine certifications. Uh, it's faster than doing it at the bank because you never know with all the chaos is going to happen. So definitely do this early. Tomorrow would be highly advisable to do this. It actually is very fast. Uh, it'll allow quick and easy vaccination only zone entry because you're going to have basically a scan that you get. You're going to get a, a QR code 
uh, for your phone that you can save to your phone and you show the QR code to go in with your ID and it gets you in. So vaccinated cards taken care of. It's just a QR code. Uh, yeah, it's just much easier that way. I've already done it. My wife did hers yesterday and it took not even 15 minutes to get it done. Less than that, scanning a picture in and waiting for an email to come back. It was super easy. So definitely do it ahead of time. Uh, we can put up the link pass for everybody so they can see it. Let me see if I can actually, well, we'll put it up later, but basically mylinkpass.com is where it is. Uh, LFC website has it. Just go do it. If you got the email about going to the game, take care of business so you can go. All right. So that's, that's where we're at with this. It's going to be great. Uh, the way they've put it, it's basically the TV side sections that are going to be a little more packed in, uh, which since it is packed in that way, we can get, that much more raucous and loud and, and and give our side a home field advantage that they desperately need. And if all goes well, we'll just keep expanding the section. I know the big goal was what June 15th to be back to normal again. It really does feel like we're marching towards that. So let's follow through and get this thing packed and get those tickets. And, and Jason, you said there were still tickets for sale out there, right? Yes. I'm actually looking at right now because I thought I had a ticket for next week's game, but I don't. Um, so in the, uh, supporter section, uh, I don't, don't know the full deal of what happened, but I'm not in, so I'm actually probably going to buy, I'm looking at single tickets right now, uh, probably end up not being in the North end, which is going to bum me out because I really need to be in the North end. I miss my family out there, but I am probably going to get, uh, to the South end. I, I'm looking at Ticketmaster right now. There are tickets going for as low as 29 bucks. That is like if you're vaccinated, but 29 bucks for, I mean, that's that I, I was amazed to see that tickets going for that low. So I'm looking right now because I'm getting a single ticket. Luckily there are single tickets. I went, I was desperate to see live sports. I'm a Dodger fan, but I ended up going to the angel game the other night because it was way, 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 way cheaper to go to an angel game than a Dodger game. And uh, it is different going to live sporting event now. I will say that my life, my first live sporting event, there's seats that are like zip tied. Um, they had, they f deliver your food to you. You have to, you know, and stuff. My guess is it's probably the same way over at the bank right now. But uh, there are tickets available for cheap. I mean, 29 bucks. I mean, I can't remember the last time tickets were that cheap for a game. So I really encourage you guys to go on Ticketmaster. It's going to, those tickets are going to go quick once people figure it out because I'm going to buy mine. Once I'm, once my segment's over, I'm going to buy my ticket. Like I said, I thought I was going to get a North End ticket, but, you know, it's all good. I mean, it doesn't, I'm not upset over it. I understand. Uh, it's hard to get everybody in the North End. Uh, so, uh, I will be there and I will be loud. So, uh, but yeah, everybody go on Ticketmaster and you can probably get a ticket for like 29 bucks. Damn. I'm going to have to get you off this quick. So you don't lose a ticket, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no worries. I think, I'll, I think I'll be good. So I'm looking right now, like as long as I get a single, cause I, um, yeah, I think that's where you, you like, that's the magic. The magic play that's right the tough there. part it's right now even one. for like a baseball game if you they won't let you buy most stadiums don't let you buy single tickets you have to buy them in pods the four the four packs right yeah which is stupid because they, they, they want social distancing but they don't want you to go to a game by yourself which to me makes no sense but hey <laughs> uh yeah that's weird i'll probably get it's one definitely weird uh, so i will look forward to seeing all of you uh if you see me come talk to me we'll hang out and uh I'm bummed we can't tailgate, but I'll probably still go down there early just to 
hang out. Go get a new jersey or something, you know? Yes, that's, uh, I haven't spent my birthday money yet. I'm planning to get the new uh, the new road jersey. I wasted and way my too daughter much money, wants a hat. I'm gonna so. lie. Yeah. yeah, it's it's my daughter wants a hat and a scarf. So there you go, supporting yeah. the team by by making some purchases. Um, yeah. I see the comments right now uh, among several members are talking about the vaccinated only and non vaccinated and in fairness and in concerns. Um, I don't. I'm not going to pull any punches on this. Communication has been not where we wanted it to be. Uh, I know a lot of people are still waiting in the wings. Like, am I going? Am I not? Did I get an email? And that's not, that's not good. I mean, you'd prefer to hear it a little earlier. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I know it's a, it's a tough situation, you know, almost a, a, an unwinnable situation in many cases. Uh, knowing that I know, you know, from what I'm hearing on the back end is, is, is definitely like the rules change day by day. And, the allotments change, so it's it's complicated. Um, but communication wise, yeah, definitely, I, I agree with everybody. It's it's been a little rough getting the news. Um, it's almost like not getting called back for a job interview. Did I? Did I not? And the call never comes. You know. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. You know, trigger pulling would be much much quicker. Just getting the news out there. So, good thing is by June fifteenth, like I said, maybe this whole nightmare will be over with, and we can all get back into that place and, and go from there. Um, I do definitely feel for those who are trying to get their second shot and can't get it in time. Um, I know several that have gone to the process and now are eligible. Uh, it's just stick it out. I we don't know how long it's going to be like this. We just know that the goal is there. So, not perfect. Tough for a lot of people. Uh, I f- I feel it, guys. I know. I know. I have a lot of friends that aren't getting in. Many, many, many. Um, family too you know my my mom's not getting the, the call up so it, it's tough uh but we will have to deal in the moment where we're at just know that having 67 percent is a lot better than what we had before and that's pretty much a higher percentage than most right now it will get better i know it's, it, it's not a lot to say from my end but it is it will get better we just got to follow through and get the job done here um, and yeah, hopefully communication, it's improved here by the second game under this situation. So we'll see where we're at there. Uh, that's the ticket situation. Now there's some other stuff going on, right? Punk. What, what big news did we hear today from the club? Big, uh, shoot. Oh yes. I'm very excited about this. We got a TV deal, uh, mm-hmm. Valley sports and KCOP. So for those of us who don't speak Spanish, understand Spanish, even though I should, uh, being uh, Mexican. But uh, but it's uh, we're going to have English broadcast games. Max Barretos is awesome. He's one of the best in the league. Uh, so it's, I'm excited to be able to uh, record the games, especially when I go to games. Even when I go to watch parties, I need to record a game because, especially if I'm in the North End. If I'm in the North End, I have to record the game because for those of you who are uh, – Part of the 3252, you know, we're we're part of the team pretty much. We're there to support the team. We're there. We're giving it all. I usually not watching too much of the game when I'm in the 3252. And like I said, even at watch parties, I was at a watch party this past week. Um, found out I was out of shape. My jump for LA Football Club. I'm not in midseason form at all. A uh, few of us were having heart attacks as we were jumping for LA Football Club. We were all vaccinated jumping for LA Football Club, but. Uh, but yes, KCOP and Bally, uh, it's uh, L.A. market. So I know Bally has the Lakers, the Kings, the Angels, 
Uh, what everybody. other local teams? Yeah, they pretty much have everybody Ducks. except for like yeah. the Ducks. Yeah, the Ducks fan, are on there. They, even Vegas gets shown Clip- out here. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I think the Clippers are on Valley. So uh, no, I think the Lakers and uh, the Lakers and Lakers are on Spectrum. So are the Dodgers. So, but uh, it's I think it's great. I'm really excited. In fact, when we had a LAFC Pat on, I asked him this, and he just gave me a hint. Like he just said. I'll just tell you that you're going to be happy real soon. So I had a feeling this is what it was going to be. I had a feeling it was going to be Valley. So I'm excited to see this deal. So I will definitely be recording the game because I'll be at the mm-hmm. game Saturday. But uh, definitely be able to listen to Max. There's no more YouTube TV. I know I didn't have YouTube TV. I didn't want to pay that much, even though I love USC. I do have it. I mean, and I, I, mean, I, I love LA. All bad things. Yeah. If, yeah. if you have YouTube TV, I'm sorry for you. Uh, you can't even get like my 13. So, <laughs> and definitely wow. Bally doesn't work with them. So it is kind of the extreme. It was, it was hard to get in when they were on YouTube TV. Now YouTube TV, if you have it, you're kind of out of the picture. You buy, might as well buy some rabbit ears for this weekend and hook them up to your TV, which you can because my 13 is over air. And from what I was hearing, I guess the weekend matches are my 13, which is super cool because everyone gets to watch the games. And then the weekdays, I believe are going to be like the Bally. And yeah. so there's a good mix. And then Estrella TV for the Spanish for Spanish is going to be all the way through. They're getting like everything outside of our national broadcast games. So there is no excuse not to see these games now, unless you have YouTube TV and it's maybe time to move on, I guess. Um, yeah. I know they're still sponsoring the team, but unless they make a deal with Bally, it's going to be a little rough for them. Right. Yeah, KCOP is great because now we're going to get a lot more audience. It's free TV. Like you said, you mm-hmm. can get the rabbit ears and watch it for free. Uh, that's, I think it's great for, I mean, for those of us who grew up in LA, we grew up watching the Dodgers and Lakers, and the Dodgers were on KTLA, the Lakers were on KCAL 9 back in the day. They're not on local TV like that anymore, but it helped for fan base. It helped, I mean, a lot of us grew up, listening and watching Vince Scully and, you know, yeah. Chick Hearn. And now we have a local TV for LAFC. I mean, Carson doesn't even have a local TV. They're, they're on spectrum. So they're not even on, a, you know, KTLA or KCOP. So I think this is a, a awesome thing for LAFC. I'm, I was thrilled to see this and I've heard the Spanish. I mean, my dad, and of course my dad's Spanish speaking. He says the Spanish broadcast is great. I have no mm-hmm. idea what they're saying. I should, but <laughs> I prefer the watching the games in Spanish, to be honest. Like I do. I do. Um, there's more passion behind it. There's it, it's, it's like this, you watch games in English and, and if you're not watching the TV, you don't know what's really going on. They're explaining things. But when you're watching a Spanish broadcast, the tenor of the game can tell you whether there's a threat or not a threat. And the intensity is there. At least I get that vibe when I watch the games. And I think that's important, uh, especially yeah. if you're, Singing, doing what you're doing, you want to get the vibe. So I, I yes. love the fact we're on my 13. I think this is the exact opposite of what we've just experienced the last few years with YouTube TV, where it was hard to get access. You had to pay a lot to get it. Now it's it's accessible, and and that's going to inspire the young the young kids, right? That aren't spending crazy money to watch games. You know, they can watch it now, and it's going to be something available. It's it's all it's all good things. Especially knowing with so many national broadcasts too, we're we're really out there for everybody to see. Yeah, and good news. Yeah, you know, we mm-hmm. we are so fortunate. We have great English broadcasters, Max and Dave Dunholm on the radio. There's days, there's times 
I have to work on nights of a game and I'll listen to it at work because Dave is that good. Dave, Dave is well, yeah, Dave. an awesome guy too. And he, you were mm-hmm. mentioning the voice. I mean, he knows how to tone it and knows how to, I mean, most English broadcasters are boring. Dave, you can listen to the game and it's exciting. Well, remember when he did that mock, the, the mock game that he did? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's performance art at its finest, um, showing what he can do. By the way, he's got a podcast now, so guys, go check that out. It's pretty cool. Yes. Uh, and so does Max. Fun. Max is Max is Max and Vince awesome have been too. reunited. Yeah, yeah so yes. Cool and and Max listens to all the podcasts. Max, you do a great job. Thank you, Max, for what you do. Uh, you are, I mean, you're one of our voices of, of, of our team. And he loves the supporters, too. I mean, dude, he loves Max the third legit. Too. Like, yeah, no, no question. He's he's in it, man. I remember when he went to the North End and went went up to the Capo stand. He didn't want to leave, and he was like wearing hard shoes up there, and he's up on the rail. And I was like, he's gonna kill himself. He's gonna kill himself. <laughs> he's gonna get bad. Is he gonna go flying? And no, he he did his thing. And dude, he's again heartbeat of the club. There's he's definitely one of our one of the one of the main cast and characters that you expect to talk to and see at these games, and and always accessible. So love you, Max. No doubt about it. And I'm happy that Vince is, is reunited because Vince has earned that. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Great conversations with Vince if you ever get a chance to talk to him. It's it's beautiful to talk football with him. Good stuff. Uh yeah, so there's good news. And then of course, let's talk about why we're really here. Do you want to start with the vinyl club in it or you want to go with the contest? Info? Yeah, I'll do the vinyl club first. Uh shout out to all the guys in the vinyl club. I got a fact when I went to the Angel game the other night, Jimmy from the Vinyl Club, him and I went together. He's an Angel fan, diehard Angel fan, and Doug fan. I'm a diehard Dodger fan and Kings fan. So but hey, we both love LAFC, so we got that brotherhood there. Had a great time with him. Uh but as you know, last week it was Fugazi and the one that didn't win, I gave you the hint that this is a fun band to go see live. And it's the Addicts Song of Praise. Ooh. If you have never yeah. seen the Addicts live, it's amazing. If if I've always said if Las Vegas and punk rock had a baby, it's the Addicts. The Addicts have confetti. They have the lead singer dresses like a you know the black and white clown monkey. Uh, they have he throws out Joker cards in the crowd. They have the biggest giant inflatable bouncy balls that go in the crowd. It's an amazing show. Just the, the show is amazing, but their music's great too. I mean, I, I'm a I'm mm-hmm. a big addicts fan, and this album's one of their classics. It's got some great songs on it. It's got four three two one. It's got you'll never walk alone. It's got uh, one of my favorite. Uh, Let's go. Great songs and they're Joker in the pack. So uh, the Addicts are a great band. They love football. If you go on their website, they do sell Addict scarves. They're huge. They're they're from England originally. They actually live out here in Southern California pre-COVID. In fact, Jimmy and I were joking around the other day. Like the Addicts usually do a show out here every weekend during pre. I mean, once concerts go back again, you can. I mean, they will probably do their first show will be out here in Southern California. They they play Orange County all the time. But it's worth it. It's one of the funnest bands to go see live. So, The Addicts. So, that's a Song of Praise. So, that's it. And then, uh, I want to thank Edgar from uh, Empire Boys. He uh, hooked me up with an extra package of uh, 3252 mask. Uh, we had him at our watch party the other day. He saw me grab an extra one, and I told him, hey, this is for the listeners. And I was thinking about how to do a contest. At first, I thought, maybe I'll ask a trivia question, but... With technology today, you can just look on your phone. Then I thought about playing a song and saying, hey, who guesses the song? But I didn't want to like 
just for punk rockers only. That's not cool to me. <laughs> so I just thought, you know what? I, as you guys saw, I got some names. Hopefully I got everybody. Uh, so I'm just going to spin the wheel. If you guys ever heard the tiny decisions app, my daughters and I have this whenever they don't know what they want to eat, but I got the names here. So I'm going to spin it right now and we're going to find out who was, and if, if I say your name, look for me on Instagram at the LAFC punk DM me your address and I'll mail this to you. So here we go. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh my there gosh, you know what? Edgar Carell. I thought, you know what's awesome? Edgar from Empire Boys hooked us up with this these masks. And Edgar, this is a different Edgar, I know that, wins the mask. So uh, Edgar, uh, either DM Heart of LAC or DM me, uh, LAC Punk, DM me your address. Or if you're going to be at the game this, uh, this Saturday, just DM me where you're going to be at and I'll hook you up. So. There you go. Edgar Synergy the right there. Yeah. So there you go. I want to do it for you guys, the listeners. I just was like, you know what? This is for the listeners. We, we really do love you guys. We appreciate you guys, especially those of you who come on the YouTube. I mean, we know a lot of you are listening to your car right now on your walks and your run. Um, we, we love you guys too, but those of you who stay up late with us, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are hardcore, man. Yeah. Right, they're the, they're the diehards, you know. Our, yeah. our and and we know the cast of characters, and it really is the LAFC community. You guys are amazing, and love the comments. Go hard. I always say that. Don't don't hold back. We love it. We love covering all this. Uh, again, your show, our show. That's that's how we've always been. It will always be the community. The highs and the lows. We're all in it together. We're all in it for the long run. So thank you guys. And again, thank you Edgar for the donation, and congrats Edgar for. <laughs> For the victory. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, Punk. Before uh will you have any other news before I move on to no, fantasy just, updates? Just no, I'm 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 good. All right. Well, I will give you guys the update on the heart of LAFC team. We are now in second place. Uh going for the prize. Uh getting closer. I think we're chasing. Yeah, we're getting close. I, I will say that. We'll see what happens this week. This one could be a tough one because there's a lot of interesting matches and everybody's on rest in the midweeks. So this could get could get funky. We'll see how far we go with it. But uh, yeah, the LAFC Fantasy League has been outstanding, well run. You guys are, are kicking butt. And I know Martell Beard Company has got the uh, prize for this month if you're sitting in first. So good things, good things. That's for sure. Uh, on that note, brother, I'm going to let you go today. Can you give us a final thought before I let you make your run? Yeah, keep. I put my name down here as keep the faith. Hey, it's just early in the season. I think uh, we're going to have our, our bad stretch begin the season. Just keep the faith, everybody. It's, that's it. There, there it is. Mm -hmm. Keeping the faith is what we need to do, no doubt. Call it out as you should, right? You know what's best for this team? It's good to call it out. It's good to have expectations. But at the end of the day, win, lose, we still, we're here. We're definitely here. Thank you, brother. Have a great weekend. I'll see you at the bank, my friend. Yeah, I'll be there. Got to buy my ticket. <laughs> yep, yep. Go get it. All right. And with that being said, again, thank you, brother. We're now going to be adding on Ben. How are you doing today, Ben? Good. How are you, Joseph? How are you? 
Good. So good news for Ben. He's actually going to be entering on a press pass this weekend. Going to be in the press box giving us the hardcore analysis of this Colorado match. So he's going to be basically bookending this thing. He starts today as our preview for Colorado. And next week he'll be the guy covering it after the fact. So there we are. Probably getting an article out of this too, huh, Ben? Yes, definitely. For sure. There it is. Yes. So uh, definitely check our website. Ben's articles are stellar. Great coverage on everything that's in and out for this club. Again, don't miss it. Check out the website. Support Ben. Uh, you can also cover, uh, check him out on Twitter under Ben Z. Uh, good stuff. So, Ben, uh, how have you been so far with the ugliness of Seattle in our current season situation? Oh, man, it was, it's been rough, rough uh, few weeks, you know, to start the season. You know, we're not, we're not used to this kind of performances from from our team, but. Like like it's been said, there's only up from here. You know, we've hit rock bottom. We're in last place of the West. It's never been there before. So just got to, you know, dust our shoulders off and look forward to the next game and hopefully get a good result this, this weekend. Right. Keep a short memory. Don't get too stuck in and, and get a good restart. That's the key. So right. you know, we're finding an interesting team to do that too, though. Uh, I know everybody's like, oh, it's Colorado. And historically, we've always said what they're pretty much a seller dweller, right? Yeah, I mean, no, but this year, something something's clicking for them. You know, they're on a really, really good run. Three game winning streak, uh, undefeated yeah. on the road, you know, two clean sheets on the road, fourth place in the West. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're on a hot streak right now. One of the hottest teams in MLS and LAFC definitely got their work cut out for themselves. Yeah, this isn't a walk in the park. Robin Robin Frazier's side is has rebuilt in many ways. And um, we'll cover who's in there, but it's a different team. It's not what you'd expect. Uh they do definitely play better on the counters, good on the outside, good on the crosses. They're very accurate. Their strengths are a lot of times what you'd see as weaknesses for us. So let's let's talk about where they're at. So yes, they're tied for third place right now. I think SKC's got them on goal difference right now. Uh Three, one, and one, 10 points, eight goals for six goals against, I believe, uh, which is interesting uh, because the defense, as you can tell, they, they kind of just trade goals. They go back and forth mm-hmm. and it's very open, allow some really weird stuff. Uh, and we'll talk about last match where they let in a goal. I didn't expect to be one, but it was. Uh, so it's very interesting to see where they're at, but it's definitely going to be a wide open game. If our guys are healthy, that, that benefits us. If their guys are not healthy, we're going to be in for an interesting, interesting run. Now you're like, well, three game winning streak. Well, they must be playing all cellar dwellers in a way. You could say that, but you could also say maybe not because the teams they beat so far has been Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. They're very up and down Minnesota. Yeah. They had a rough start, but now I think they're on a two game streak. Uh, and then there's Houston, who we played and didn't get a result against. Well, they did kick Houston's butt. Uh, basically, the last match was against Houston. They beat Houston 3-1. to one. Uh, It was 3-1 at the half. That's rather interesting. Uh, and they did benefit from a howler from Houston's goalkeeper that you guys have to see it to believe it. Like it's look, it looks like something that someone would do on like FIFA when they're messing around. Like I have no idea why he would go across his own goal the way he did, but it was the most bang, bang, ugly goalkeeper mistake 
that I've seen in a long time. I mean, Ben, you saw it, right? Yeah, no, I saw the highlights. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he was. Th- he, he took way too long to kick the ball away. He should have let that go long time. Yeah, I don't get the decision process at all. I mean, he was closed down already, and then he tries to power it out rather than finesse it out. I I wish we got those gifts this early on in the season. I, I really know, right? do. We're due for that. Definitely. So let's show you how it broke down. First half, basically 29th minute uh, goal by Vines, assisted by Barrios on a on a punt by Yarbrough. Where the goalkeeper punts it, it goes over everybody. A nice bang-bang play, basically. Breaks through, gives in a nice pass, and Vines comes flying up from the back. And the ball gets, it's basically a cutback pass, uh, top of the box, and it was just flawless, flawless stuff. Um, Yeah, beautiful. 36-minute Diego Rubio scores by Barrios yet again, uh, and Rosenberry. Barrios, I will say, we need to really worry about him. Yes. Uh, he is everywhere. He, yeah, the man's on a mission. He goes out wide. He plays deep. He, he's kind of just almost free to go over. He pleases to start offense. It's pretty, pretty fun to watch. I won't lie. He's an entertaining player. Uh, so he's going to be trouble for us. What's interesting is only three minutes later. Uh, yeah, Ramirez, Christian Ramirez scored for Houston, uh, assisted by Lundqvist and 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 road right a basically across to him far post or top of the box and he slotted one far post through the defender's legs it was kind of a seeing eye goal it was totally against the run of play there nobody was expecting a goal on that play and somehow he finished it and it snuck in i mean i i honestly do believe that everyone involved in that play was shocked that it even scored yeah and did you think it was pretty much a fortunate play yeah i mean where, where was that when he was playing with us you know i mean yeah, twenty five yards out. Like what? Yeah, and 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 the grass cutter at that. So mm-hmm. through a player's like I don't know. It, it to me it wasn't. It was an aberration to the match because that really wasn't where Colorado was at at the time. They just allowed a weird goal. Forty right. second minute, Cole Bassett um basically closes down on the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper kicks it into him. Like I again watch it. It's the weirdest thing. So that three one at the half. Um, I will say second half. Pretty much the same story. It was Colorado's game to win. They probably should have got a couple more, to be real. Uh, they looked it. They looked the part. There was no doubt they were going to win that game. Uh, Stat-wise, they had 63% to 37% possession, 84% passing, five corners to none, uh, 12 shots, five on goal. It's a little bit of maybe being a little more accurate they do a little better uh they did allow eight shots with four on goal so as you can see they can get caught on counters they kind of bomb forward a lot a uh, little dynamic in the way they do things with the overlap it's a fraser kind of a fraser thing right he definitely wants everyone to be a part of the offense so you can catch them so that that is one way, way you can get them uh houston really didn't have a solid chance even though they had a goal again it was a weird one to me but that that's where they were at Yes, there were shots. They weren't quality shots. You know, uh, this will be a harder team for us to play. It will be not what you're expecting. Uh, ben, how how did you see it with you with uh with Colorado? Yeah, I mean, you know, they they pretty much played the game out in the second half. You know, they got a good two goal lead going into halftime, and then second half just took care of business. You know, they they held possession for the majority of the match. You know, they didn't allow many dangerous chances to Houston. So 
it was a very professional win for for Colorado. I would say they know they like to take care of business. They might not always play, you know, pretty football, but then they know how to get the results, and that's what you need in in this league. I mean, yeah, slop, right? And a long ball goal and a uh, <laughs> goalkeeper giveaway got them two of their goals in this game. Uh, but you know, we're a team susceptible to the error in the back, so wake up boys uh they will they will pounce on that that's for sure uh in terms of standing out what players do you seem to be the big impact well there's actually several players that you know stand out to me we we could start off in the in the defense with you you mentioned uh vines the the left back Mm -hmm. he's a great defender you know he's he gets very involved in the attack good pace delivers great crosses into the box and you know they they like to build out from the back with him because they trust him. You know, he's, he's only 21 years old, young, quick, really good player, really good prospect for them. So definitely um, LA, she's going to have to watch out for him with, with his runs up the left side. Uh, Jack Price, their center midfielder, uh, he's really good at delivering uh, set-piece crosses. Uh, you know, I think he has like two assists already in the season. Yeah. So watch out for him. And up top, you know, they they have Shinyashiki, uh, they have Acosta, Kellen Acosta, uh, mm-hmm. they have Barrios, like you mentioned earlier, and Rubio, uh, they're, they're center mm-hmm. forward. So, yeah, I mean, all very, very dangerous players. Uh, Bassett is on a really good streak right now. He's their, like, young, you know, gem in the, like, diamond in the rough kind of – he's only 19 years old. He has like, yeah, like ten goals in in his last two seasons. So yeah, he's he's definitely a, a great player. Rubio is a polished finisher in the box. You know, he can score from anywhere inside the box. He can score free kicks. I think he already scored one this season. He draws a lot of fouls. So LAFC have to watch out for that because you know he he's a player that you know draws fouls and LAFC are susceptible to that. They've been committing a lot of really silly fouls lately. And that's bit him in the butt, like as of late. So they, they have to watch out for that for sure. Um, and lastly, Shinyashiki, he's kind of mm-hmm. like he reminds me a lot of Corey Baird because he tracks yeah. he tracks back a lot to defend, but he also provides a good offensive spark when needed. So and he's he's also a rookie of the year in 2019, same as Baird in 2018. So that's kind of interesting stat there. But yeah, overall, uh, this Colorado team. Just a good mixture of youth and, and experience, you know, very balanced team. Uh, I know it's only like a small sample size, you know, it's only been five games, but still very impressive. And, you know, small budget team, they, they don't have, I think they only have like one DP. So, I mean, if they could get it done with one DP, we should be able to do it with, you know, two DPs. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a good team. They're, it's well, not it going to be interesting easy. because. They, they are consistent. Like you look at the lineup and it's been pretty much the same, same guys making the run out every game. They change system a little bit. Sometimes they'll play a four, two, three, one. Sometimes they'll play your standard four, four, two. Houston was a four, four, two. Their matches against Minnesota and Vancouver, four, two, three, one. It's interesting. Uh, if they play the four two three one, which if I'm going to be guessing, they'll do that to clog it up for us. Right, I'd expect that if that's what's going to be, you're going to see Rubio up top, uh, Barrios on the left, uh, Eunice Namli potentially, and Andre Shinyashiki. All right, for their mid, their holding mids would be Jack Price, who 
let's be honest, the guy's just he's a thread puller is what he does. He just yeah, distributor all the way. And then Kellen Acosta, which you're like, that guy plays withdrawn. He's very offensive minded. Yeah. Yeah, but that's their system. Uh, definitely the breakouts there for these guys. So that's that's what it looks like in their mid. Their back line, again, very predictable. It's Sam Vines on the left, Trusty in the middle, same with Danny Wilson, and then Keegan Rosenbury on the right, who's been around a little while. So that's what we see. And then their interesting uh, situation is in goal, where they have William Yarbrough, who mm-hmm. played for many years in, in Liga MX, uh, and now he's back here doing what he's doing, getting starts. And honestly, he's been playing fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought he's been good. His distribution, obviously, he got an assist in the last game, but it's been pretty consistent. Last year, I thought he was choppy. This year, he seems much more comfortable in his role. Uh, he fits in well with what Robin has in place. There are a couple players, though, that could break into the lineup because maybe there's some health stuff or limiting of time. That would be Nicholas Benese. Uh, they're number 10, but he's been not available. Uh, and then Nicholas uh, Mesquida. So you have two impact players that might find their way in the lineup against us. Right. Should be and interesting. Also, and yeah, you have another number 10 shirt. If he's healthy, he's probably getting the play, right? Right. And you also have to remember about Jonathan Lewis, uh, you know, the U.S. men's national team player. I know I think yep. he's been a little banged up as of late, but he might be able to get some money in this game against LAFC. We don't know. Uh, but going back to uh, Nomly, I think he's out for this game. Okay. Their DP. So that'll injured. be the guy moving on. Right. So it'll probably be Bassett coming in for him in the in the midfield. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, they've been very consistent with their lineup. You know, I think they're the the team with the highest. Like they've they've had nine players who started each of the first five games, and that's like yeah. the league high. So yeah, they're very consistent lineup. And yeah, for some for some reason, um, Barrios he he hasn't played a full ninety yet. I don't know if he like doesn't finish the game because he gets tired, but you know he's yet to play a full ninety. You have Acosta and Barrios who have good chemistry because they played in Dallas together for three years, so that there's a connection there. And yeah, I mean it's we'll see what happens with with what system they pull out, but I think it's going to be a four two three one as well. Now, if if Bassett does play. I mean, you could see a shift to four four two. They yeah. seem more comfortable when when he's up top, not in mid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, unless unless Benesse gets time here, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah, Which I can't I mean, help but feel like he's waiting in the wings. And if if that's the case, could he be the guy plugged into the middle? Is there offensive spark for Rubio? We'll see. We'll see what it's happens. It's possible. And I do think Barrios just the reason he's getting limited minutes is because he's running like a madman. Yeah. In the time that he's out there. Like I, I he's playing like he's in the playoffs already. Yeah, he's super quick. You know, he's so dangerous and on, on the wings and his crosses. He always finds, you know, in the right he's always in the right spot at the right time. So I don't super quick. So we have to watch out for him. I think it's gonna be Blackman or, or Cheeky marking him. Who do you think would be the best one? Oh well, I mean on the left side it's either cheeky or it's far fan right i mean right i go with, i mean i i I'd go with cheeky just because of the speed yeah that i think be. in this game cheeky goes back in yeah i think so I, too. I don't doubt that for a second i think cheeky gets his shot for this we're at home uh on the right side is the other story does moon get his first first look see or do we mm-hmm. stick with blackman i can't help but feel like it's going to be blackman again just because 
Bob trusts him there. Mm-hmm. And the middle is the middle. Uh, for our lineup, again, I want to see changes, dude. I want to see it look different, but we're not getting that yet. I know Vela is the reason why. Mm-hmm. I just, I, yeah, I would love to see in a dream world, you know, Sifuentes getting a start in mid, right? right. And the dream of, of, of Baird, Vela, and Rossi up top. Rossi. You know, we're just waiting mm-hmm. for that to happen. Could this right. be the day that it happens? I can't Hopefully. help but feel that if Ravella is good enough to start, then you're going to see a very different LAFC side. But is it going to happen? I don't know. That That's so hard to see where Vela's mm-hmm. at. The comments are very coy, you could say, and it does sound like maybe he's still on limited minutes. So do yeah. you think you're going you're gonna to see the Cifuentes drop back uh, striker kind of setup again? Yeah, we, we might see that again. I mean, I, I don't think Vela is quite ready to play a full 90 yet. And I he might we might get like 60 minutes from him, but... 90 i don't i don't think so um maybe maybe if half half a uh, half time first half second half we'll see i i would say 65 is my safe bet when you're rehabbing yeah. a guy back in but that's just me uh yeah i don't see him starting either i don't i can dream but i just don't see a start from vela in this one no uh and i know they he likes palacios now is this withdrawn striker almost attacking mid setup mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sold on the situation. I, I again, it does just it does definitely feel plug and play. But what are you gonna do? So, to me, the only the only area that seems to me that that might be something where you might see a change would be your outside backs. That's the one where it's hard to predict. Other, everything else is super predictable. So you think Bob is gonna go back to the four three three if Vela starts? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's what he wants. He's doing it out of he's making changes out of necessity. So, so even when Vela comes, say he comes in 65th minute, we're going right back to 4-3-3. Right back to it. Yeah. So if he doesn't start, you think we'll start in the 3-5-2 again? I think you're going to see Sifuentes out there withdrawn again. Yeah. Mm. Now, if you if we start at 3-5-2, would you want to see Moon from the start? I would like to give him a chance, yeah. I would. I, I think... Our dream lineup is, I think, when everything's working together, it's Palacios and Moon on the outs, right? Those are the right. guys. That's the guys you're paying. You know that that's your preferred thing. It's just if if they're feeling comfortable, if they're fit for it, if they're ready for it, if the confidence level's right, then you'll see that moment. And Definitely. that means you would sacrifice blessing. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Same. would. I. I, I can't help but feel like in this moment where we're at, Blessing as a super sub is deadly. Yeah. And I know we love Blessing. I get it. You want to see him out there all the time, but I think strategically, Killer Instinct says use him as a super sub. Yes, I agree. Go for the kill. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that would be the better option, but I don't have confidence that's going to be the case. <laughs> if I'm predicting Blackman's out on the right, Blessings in the midfield. We know exactly what we're going to see. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely agree. Um, can agree with you more. Now, do you do you think what, what what's up with Janela? Do you know why he's not getting any minutes? I'm a little surprised to be honest. It's weird to me. We see how much he gets paid. We see mm-hmm. the promise that we've been taught that we've had conversations about last season. It's not like he was a weakness out there. So it's a little no. weird to see it this extreme where he's not even getting subbed in. Yeah. Uh, he what, played a what lot happened? last season. 
Yeah, yeah. No, he's an impact. Now, the other guy that, that I'd like to see get minutes is Torres at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you know, last game, I, I, I felt, you know, if Baird was coming out, Torres would have been a better option, but that was me. Uh, again, I'm not the guy making the big bucks, making these decisions. That's just me, me, me. Uh, but I just, you know, right now I don't have confidence that, that an extreme change will be made. I think it's, we're going to ride, we're going to ride this thing out and the guys are going to earn it and get us back to the right way because these are the guys I trust. Right. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. well, you feel like, I feel like, uh, we're doing it at our own peril though, for making decisions like that. Yeah. Because desperate times call for desperate measures. You don't want to be in the basement at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. If we're still in last place on Sunday, I I I feel sorry for everyone involved. <laughs> I, I I know where I'm at. I know I'm going to ride this thing out. But I think the faithful, uh, there's a lot of people that are going to be really shook if, we're, if, if we've got another defeat on our hands. Yeah, especially at, at home in front of our fans. I mean, the worst case scenario, we get booed off the field. You know, we don't want to see that. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't ever want to see that in our house. Like, no, no, that would be very depressing. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I'd prefer to be dynamic and see things switch up and shake things up and not make things so predictable for other sides to just basically play their system and wait us out. Mm-hmm. Do something different. I mean, we have, we have four home games, you know, our next games are at home, the next four matches. So we have to take advantage of this home, home field. You know, we have our fans back. We have we have these two games and then we have a, a two week break, so you know we we really need to take advantage of these next couple of weeks and you know get back into it. Agreed. We have the perfect chance, and and they're decent games. This week we get Colorado. We can measure up with these guys. Just even have that conversation is a little bit insulting, right? Uh, right. Next week's a little more challenging, right? We got New York in town. That's going to yes. be a little that'll be a little tougher. Uh, but if you can get momentum off of Colorado, then you can take out New York and with Vela being fully healthy by then, which it sounds like that's the buildup, right? Uh-huh. Then that's going to be one heck of a good game. By the way, that's the game where the parlay Jersey is going to get used. So right. if you're buying one, yeah, be ready for that. Wait, we're going to wear light blue against New York city FC. Oh, yeah. what are they going to wear? They, they say dark, like teal color, teal and mm. orange. Parlay okay, Jersey. Okay. Yeah, it's like a dark blue versus we're wearing their colors. Weird, weird, <laughs> but that, that is where we're at. Nobody thought of that. <laughs> okay, so next week, yeah, parlay jersey against New York City FC, and then we get this long span of like three weeks, right? Right. So, Joseph, just the next four matches, there's what? There's 12 points, right, in play? Mm-hmm. How many points are you? would you be satisfied with? You know, call it a good, good run. Nine. Nine. Okay. That's Recovery good. required. You're playing Ooh, at home. Yeah. Nine. I should say ten, right? You shouldn't be losing anything at home. No, we but, shouldn't. Yeah. Ten would be acceptable then. Okay. Uh, yeah. That would be. And seeing who we're playing, I'm sorry, but this team should be beating these teams. Yes, definitely. So, yeah. Ten would be. And Mike. Mike. Mote said, yeah, ten. Yeah, ten. You know, maybe maybe a draw gets thrown into the mix. Mm-hmm. But uh, anything less than nine, I yeah, I think alarm bells are probably going to ring. Now, just a quick question: going back to the three-five-two, do you think Bob did it because he thought ahead 
about bringing in Moon Juan eventually, or do you think that was just nothing to do with that? I think it's necessity. Just necessity. It's necessity. You have to, you know, you don't really have the natural three striker situation where what we're at least confident in the three um, without without Vela. And so they feel like plugging things in the middle a little bit better and, and giving Sifuentes a little more room to operate, mm-hmm. okay. you know, made more sense. And I saw that before they did it against Seattle. I had a funny feeling when I saw the lineup that it was going to be that because there is a strength from Sifuentes playing in that role. Yeah. Again, he's very confident on the ball. Uh, he can move in close quarters. So he has the tools. It's just comfort in, in that zone. And so, yeah, and do, I do think do, that's there. Do you like K in the six, or would you prefer a Twista there? A Twista. A Twista. Why do you th- <laughs> Why do you think Bob switched them? I I'm not sure. I do I do know that distribution. This sounds funny, but K actually had a better distribution rate than 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 a Twista did at the moment that decision was made. That he it was actually the accurate passing was there. The only thing is. To me, a twist that controls the pace of the games and keeps guys right. kind of within themselves, right? Slows things down and they need to be slowed down, don't get caught in. So that's well, why I like you, a twist better. Do you but, think it's because that position just kind of brings, gives you a little bit more space? You see the field a little bit more as opposed to when you're up the field higher, you kind of have less space. So maybe that's why. Well, who do you, who do you have confidence if you have a man pressuring from behind? Who do you think? Who do you think is going to turn better or distribute better in a in a close quarter situation? Atuesta. Atuesta. So I think that's why you see that. Gotcha. Give a split second more to the other player. I agree. Yeah, the pressure, pressure, pressure. Everything's about the pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why that decision was made. Now, do you think if when they go do when they do go back to the four three three, does Atuesta drop back to that six roll? And then I would hope. Yeah, I, hope so <laughs> I would really hope that was the case. Uh, yeah, again, to me, everything goes through a twist. If he's having a good game, we're having a good game. If he's struggling, yeah. we're struggling. If he's able to control the pace of game, slow things down, wait a few seconds to see things shift, which you saw he can do. Y'all, you know, most games he does, mm-hmm. then we're okay. But if he's trying to do everything like he did against Carson, he gets into a little bit of trouble. Right. overdoing it you know mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we have positional issues at hand and people are covering space that they're usually not covering because you got a got a position and you get the chaos situation that goes into it so put him back to where he's comfortable yeah that I, that's always been my thing where a guy can play within himself and be comfortable that's where you put him you were mentioning uh christian torres earlier um do you think they're not putting him in is because they want to focus on the las vegas team for him or why do you think that's i think development is playing a huge role in that mm-hmm. uh you know he it, when you see him play down there i mean he is who he is yeah. he belongs up here he does yeah, there's no question mm-hmm. uh but you you want consistent minutes you want you want him thrashing people right yeah. building the confidence doing that so that makes sense rather than chasing games which he would do at his age at this mm-hmm. level in MLS, it's going to be hard to get regular minutes, and it's better to make him the star down there than a guy getting 10 minutes up here. Right. Definitely. I get development-wise, it makes more sense. In the moment-wise, of course, us and our passions that we have, <laughs> we just want the instant gratification, get out there and let him make a run. Yeah. That's more That's on a, us, just wanting the immediate. 
Somebody made a comment yeah. earlier, right, about the, the game being at the same time as this one. Who who do you think gets loaned out to Vegas Lights this, this week? In a perfect world, Masovsky. Um not talking smack. I just dude, I yeah. I probably Janella. I mean, yeah, I mean why not? But if he's not playing, he's not playing. Uh, I right. think the kids are all going back. I think it's obvious Cal Jennings will be one going there. Bryce Duke. Bryce, yeah. That's that's tough. I guess well, they're playing at the same time, right? So there's yeah, no there's no crossover. Whoever nope. goes, goes. Yep. Which means that Romero probably won't make the trip. Obviously, we need him here as our backup. Right. So and maybe less guys go this time. Maybe. Because I think Opoku is hurt, right? He's injured. Yeah. yeah Me, so. Right? So it's going to mm-hmm. be a while for him. Stinks because he would have been a great solution in this situation that we're in right now. Yes, definitely. So, yeah, that that's, that's hard to say who's going to go, but I think it's going to be the young kids. That's who's going to go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that that's kind of where we're we're at right now. Um, your predictions. What do you think we're gonna see from this lineup? Uh, I think we're gonna see Cisnega in goal. Uh, if Vela does start, we'll see the four three three with Palacios, Segura, Murillo, and Blackman. At the West, K. Hopefully, Sifu in the midfield, and Vela, Bear, and Rossi up top. If Vela doesn't start, like you mentioned, we'll probably go to the 3-5-2 with Rio, Segura, Blackman as the three center backs with Chiki and maybe Moon at the right wing back, or if not, Blessing again. And then in the midfield, you have a Twesta, K, and Sifu with with uh, Baird and, and Rossi up top. Well, what do you think? kind of kind of makes some sense, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. has to. And, and everybody's like, well, Moon's on the midfield. I'm hearing you know the comments, and we'll talk about it. They're really, even though we say mid or wing back, they're really backs. They're just yeah. five in the back is what was really happening here, and they can bomb when they need to bomb. That's what really is happening when we're seeing mm-hmm. this lineup. You're, we're calling it one thing, but it's it always turns out to be something very different on the field. Right. Every time they list the lineup, it's not accurate. It's mm-hmm. not. It's, it's a very different lineup. From what well, con- see, considering who we're playing, you know, we have Shinyashiki and Barrios up on the wings. Who do you want, you know, on our, on our wing bags? I mean, I would assume you want Chiki for his speed and maybe Moon for his speed. I don't know if Blessing can... I mean, we saw how how he he gives us like he's a he's weak in the in the defensive so, side of things. So Palacios has been a concern all season defensively. That's that's also true. Yes, uh, he's been he's been uh, not close enough on these crosses. It's been an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seeing that Barrios is the guy that's next to him, that's going to be a little scary. Um, but I think we're going to try to dictate the game. I think that's the attempt. That's why you put these guys in. It's not that, whoa, whoa, we've got to worry about what he's going to do. It's like, no, he's just not going to get the ball. That's right. how we're going to defend him. We're going to defend him because he's not going to get service because we're bombing down on them yes. and forcing them to play on the back foot. So it's a very different mindset. And that is more of Bob's mindset is, mm-hmm. is we have the ball. If we have the ball, they don't have the ball. That's defending. Right. 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 Let's, hope, let's hope that, that happens. 
right? Well, we see it for 45 minutes. We don't see it for 90. Yeah. Exactly. And that's been our issue this year. Mm -hmm. So it's a great philosophy if you can handle 90 minutes of that. We just haven't shown that yet. And do you think that's just a lack of mentality, lack of execution, or both? A lack of preseason. They haven't played a lot of games. I don't know. Lack of fitness. And I think injuries has been a yeah. big part of it. You know, the guys you, you count saying? on to be the first to challenge, right? Put pressure on their backs. Haven't been there. Haven't been doing it. The minute we let off pressure on on any team's backs is when we're getting killed. Yeah, the overlaps happen. Once you allow for that, then you're in trouble with our lineup. Yeah, I mean maybe, maybe Vela comes in, in and makes it all better. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big ask for a guy coming back from injury, right? Yeah, <laughs> I just it's again to me it's the buy in from everybody for ninety, and we haven't seen it yet. Not like against anybody, but again, it's not been the intensity we're used to. And that's the biggest issue at hand right now. Well, let's let's See hope the, let's hope the fans, you know, motivate the players and get back to business. Exactly, get the business of LAFC football. Show your identity that we know you can be. This is your match to do that. Critical, yeah, I mean, critical match. This, I, I, this one is so important. I would love to see, you know, a, a classic LAFC game, and then just in the headlines, the newspapers, LAFC is back. <laughs> dude, four goals, right? Yeah, four one or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I just, dude, I don't care if it's a one nothing ugly slog of. I don't care how they play out there as long as they win. That's, yeah. that's really where I'm at. I don't care if it's a deflection off of three players, <laughs> pump, pump the ball in there. Who cares? Just, mm -hmm. just get the three points. That's all yeah. I care about right now. Yes, I agree. Couldn't agree more. You know, it's no sense being a beautiful dancer if you keep falling down. Yes. So I don't care. Slog it out, win the game, move on. Yeah. Right? The teams that win in this league bore you to death in most cases when they get the wins. Columbus, boring. Mm -hmm. Seattle, can be very boring when they need to get a result. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with boring if we win. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Same. So uh, that's my take on that, sir. Uh, anything else you'd like to add re regarding the Colorado lineup or anything else related to this match? Mm, well, I'm just looking forward to seeing Vela back on the field. To be honest, I mean that's that's the biggest like thing I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, I mean, I know he's getting just getting back from injury, but hopefully, you know, he he unlocks a lot of space for other players, you know, a lot of attention from other defenders. So yeah, hopefully he's a uh, he's the key to you know unlocking this this LAFC team and hopefully at least three points. That's how we built this side. That's what we built them to do. Right, everything around Vela is that he's the the energy, he's the mindset, he's got them where he needs them. He's the leader. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, I like Angry Vela. Angry Vela is good. Like mm -hmm. Angry against San Jose Vela. We want that one. Yeah, that's the guy we want to see out there. So I agree. Uh, love to see the breakout for Vela and everybody else. Because again, if Vela and Rossi are out there, Baird gets space, and that's when Baird kills people. Right. He gets that space. He's deadly with it. He's shown it already. So let's let's pray. That's the three we see up let's, front in this match. Let's hope. So, let's good hope. stuff. Uh, that being said, I'm going to move on to a couple comments that I saw uh, before we do our final thoughts, sir. So okay. uh, Gomez Jr. Giving Moon the start with a decently filled bank would really push him to do his best. I think Blessing has had his chance to prove himself. Let's give Moon the chance and make him feel at home. Uh, you know what? I'm fine with it. I've been I've been good with his performances so far. I like that he's willing to get stuck in. It's something that we need. He has that. I don't mind a guy taking a hard hit and giving it. 
he can do that. That's cool. I'm good with that. So, yeah, I'm okay with Moon getting the start at home. I think it would be a beautiful thing. Uh, Edgar Corral says, 5-2 through two sounds good. Get Moon and Blackman on the field at the same time. Eh, if it's... If it's uh, I mean, 5-2 through two, when you say that, it really reminds me more of what Seattle's doing with their technical 3-5-2. Yeah. I mean, it's really what that is. So... I'm again, I said I'm okay with having three center backs and letting the wing backs go nuts. I'm good with it until we get results. That's safe, but it can also be dynamic. The breakouts are there. So, uh, Ox throws in on Moon. Moon deserves his chance. He's the aggressive player we need. I agree. Uh, he shows that he's not afraid to get down to it. Well said, sir. Uh, moving up, uh, Gomez Jr. says. Neither was blessing, but that's where Bob put him. I see Moon more of a mid than a defender. He definitely gets up like a mid when he wants to. You mm. guys see when he gets comfortable, uh, the guy's a playmaker from his zone, which is really bizarre to see. That's what he's doing in Korea. It was really wild to see the distribution coming from his end. I know he was on a rough team, so he had to be that. Uh, Gomez Jr. just jumping on. Moon looks as fast as blessing, can defend better than blessing. And from a few minutes, he's been on the field. Looks like he's not afraid to shoot. He's not. He's not. So again, blessing is an excellent super sub. Maybe it's time we see that happen. Moving forward. Yeah. Julian Ox blessing needs to be that super sub. I think we're getting some agreement on that. Oh, this is true for Mike uh, Monte with all the rumors we heard about Vela. The fact that he only played 20 minutes proves he really was injured. No, no, he's hurt. There's, there's no doubt he's recovering. Uh, no doubt. We just need to get more minutes out of the man, and hopefully he's healthy enough to do that. Congrats to Jason Ariano. He'll be in 218 Roque. So if you see him out there, say hi. Love you, brother. Uh, moving forward again, Edgar won uh, the masks. There's Punk uh, at the LAFC Punk. Go check it out. Go talk to him there and go ha- make it happen for Edgar Coral. Congrats again, brother. Anything else we need to throw out there to see anything stand out to you, sir? As I'm running mm. through, I know we had we had conversations about Dave. Again, Roberto Espinoza talks about Dave Denholm being amazing. The man is. Again, he can create yes, his whole match on his own. Yeah, performance art stuff. So, yeah, definitely follow Dave. Listen to him on the radio. It's legit. It's been good. Uh, Vic, public TV, fire, thumbs up, all that. Yes, I agree. Being on public TV is critical for us. We have so many national games, and now we have also 13, Channel 13. People can see us play, and that's a real selling point for this side. It's the people's team. It should have been all, all together. I like what Rastagari says. Hey, Bally's gym discount for LAFC members, $32.52 a month part of the plan. Hey, there it is. Let's throw that out there. You know, for 3252's birthday, that would be lovely. Happy birthday to 3252. Uh, man, that's been a passion project for all of us, hasn't it? Uh, let's see, Ron. I'm not gonna get into that. I can't. Uh, well, let's see. I think we talked about a lot of the ticket stuff already, and I agree, guys. It's not where yeah. it has to be. It's not good enough. It's not. Uh, maybe more staff is necessary, but it's been rough, 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 rough. I agree. I think we covered the rest. Any final comments? Anything, anything? I think Brendan just came in with one final question of the day, and it got buried. There it goes. Lights have three games during our break. 
do we send our starting 11 to get practice during that three week break? No. Um, depends. You're not going to see Vela go out there, but maybe Baird. Just yeah, I could see Baird. Go light it up maybe down there and have Vegas. Cause honestly, I think we, we owe Vegas a couple of, uh, a mulligan. <laughs> Those first few games have been really ugly. So maybe we uh, throw them a bone here and, and get them an impact player to, to, to get a win. So maybe Baird just for practice goes right, to Vegas. Maybe, uh, Farfan, Janela. Farfan for sure. Janela definitely. I think mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense for Janela to get play time. Right. Harvey? Uh, <laughs> what happened? Harvey? I mean, why not? He could probably be the coach or assistant coach, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm not talking smack. I love you, Harvey. I just, I'm okay with that. Uh, Duenas, right? For sure. Yes. The kids mm-hmm. are all going to go for those three games. Right. That That's for certain. Uh, Cal Jennings will be there again. Moose will definitely be there. He seems mm-hmm. to be a stalwart for that team now. Raheem Edwards, because what else are you going to do with Raheem? Raheem Uh, Right now, he doesn't really have a place in the starting lineup at all for the top team, and subs are going to be hard to come by for a while here. Romero will definitely be going. Uh, Moon, no. Palacios, no. Mm -mm. Blackman, maybe, just for a homecoming for fun. Maybe. You know, play back at home for a game. Mm -hmm. Let's say risk, though, right? Right. Blessing, definitely not. K, definitely not. Not a twist, uh, not Rossi. No. So on the back, maybe Farfan. Dwayne yeah. for sure. Romero. Mm-hmm. He could he could see 11 guys go down, I mean, down there to play. So I welcome it. I'd love to watch those games if they do because uh, mm-hmm. it's been hard to watch. I will be honest. It's been hard to watch the lights play because it's yeah. not pretty right now. So good luck to that. Sense. Again, I hope we give them a, a little bit of love and send some boys their way and get some results because they need them. Yeah. Yeah. We, we owe them that, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Br- dude, Brendan. <laughs> now. I love it. Brent, ba- Brendan from Australia says, send Bob Bradley. That's great. I mean, you don't really have to because they're playing the exact same system he's already playing. It's pretty much bookend identical. Yeah. It really is. It's, it's There's no strategy at all. I think it's just like the system and teach the system. Like that's that's where we're at right now. But yeah. I love it, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> and maybe I mean Vegas is expensive. Maybe Bob wants a little trip to Vegas. Yeah, I can't blame him. <laughs> he wants to pay the forty dollar resort fees these days, so that's okay. Uh, let's see. Any anyone? Any <laughs> last? Any, any final thoughts? Final thoughts? I just love, it, dude. They're flying tonight. I love it. Oh, send B Rod. I said this. Like, if this guy ends up coming back, send him to Vegas. Like, straight up, send him to Vegas. Like, just just do it. I'm 100% on board. And, of course, then there's the salt from, from Gomez <laughs> Jr. Uh, so he can fail there, too. He won't fail there. He won't go. Maybe. I'm going to be honest. We send him there. He's, he's going to make a deal and get out of here. <laughs> uh Right, and he'll he'll go for a buck fifty. Yeah, and he's not going to play in the U.S. He's not going to play there. <laughs> nah, he's not playing in Vegas. Uh, Peñarol would be like, "Hey, can we just can you loan him back to us?" Like, yeah, yeah, that could happen too. I mean, sell him back to Peñarol. That would be weird, but stranger things have happened. So we'll see what happens there. All right, thank you guys for the comments again. 
fire comments. I dig it. Keep throwing them out there. I'm happy with that. On that note, I'm going to switch this over to Ben. Sir, it is your time for your final thoughts. Well, thank you, Joseph, again, for having me on the show. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. You know, you guys are great. Throwing up all the comments, you know, hilarious sometimes. I love reading them. And, yeah, I mean, I'll be at the game, you know, covering the match for Heart of LAFC at the, the media press box. So, yeah, I'm hoping to see a, a really good match. You know, a lot of energy from the stadium. You know, fans are back. What is it, like 14,000 fans, Joseph? Yeah, it's a lot. 67% of capacity, that's what I was told. Yeah, so I'm just really looking forward to, you know, feeling that energy from from the 3252, all the fans, you know, the noise, the atmosphere, everything. Just looking forward to that. Yeah, just really grateful for that opportunity to be at the game and hopefully see 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 you there at the game, Joseph, too, and, you know, Catch Dude, up I, we, we, will, we will find a way to get our, our photo shot. Like, yeah, we got We got to have a Heart of LAFC moment. It's a rule. Punk, you're listening. I know that true, too. I hope we, we see you there. Um, we'll be around. I'll be in the North End uh, for certain. Um, got the Vax ticket. I'll be carrying a flag. Probably waving one for the full 90. Got to make up for those who can't be there. That's yeah. for sure. Anyone in the North End, make up for those who can't be there. Uh, Use their spirit, use their power, use their energy. Make up for the difference. And uh, things will get better soon, right? Uh, Thank you, Ben, for coming on. It's been absolutely awesome to have you here. We're covering the hard questions. Thank you for firing my way. I love it. Uh, When I get to do that, I miss that a lot on the show, right? Um, Thank you to Punk. Thank you to Junior. Uh, Happy birthday, Junior. Again, I won't tell your age because that would make me sound old, too. So not doing happy birthday junior happy birthday my brother uh brother from the north end forever and ever there it is uh so again thank you all the all of the listeners today you guys were awesome and dynamic and challenging on everything which is what we love to see keep it going keep the conversation as well throw it on twitter ask us crazy questions uh we love every bit of that and so i'll say my final moments uh for today let me jump back into comments here right let's talk about positive uh we're playing colorado we have a chance to right the ship standings shift very quickly early part of the season so this is our chance to make it right bring some confidence back not only within the lineup but within the faithful because uh, there's a lot of lack of confidence out there and a lot of people want to blow everything up when that really shouldn't be the case this is a fixable situation simple things change and we turn it around so let's make it that game do it we want to see that performance you did against Seattle again, the good performance, not the bad one, because uh, we know it's in you. So on that note, do that. Step up. Make it happen. Be be real with this thing. Make it work. Uh, from the faithful that get to go, make your noise. Be heard. Uh, and know that for everyone that can't get there, we'll get you in there soon enough. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. We're doing all the right things. Final note, whether at a viewing party in the stadium, represent this town well, represent it as you know you should. Back the boys as best you possibly can, even in the bad as well as the good. And on that note, everybody, stay golden. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. 
shoulder to shoulder. The black and gold is taking over. <laughs>